Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Unscripted Playbook Podcast. As you know already, my name is BJ. I am your co-host. I am here with my other co-host, Jonathan Petridis, and we're coming off Masters Weekend. What a performance by Matsuyama. I think I said that right. Uh, he ended up winning by one stroke today. First Japanese-born player to win a major. So massive victory. Uh, Jay, what, what are your thoughts so far? Did you did you have any time to watch the Masters? I know your weekends are filled with numerous child events. <laughs> did you have five minutes to step away and enjoy it? I can confirm I did not. I have never seen <laughs> less of a major in any sport ever, in my opinion. I caught the I caught one putt. I caught um I think I caught Xander Xander Shoffley missing on the eight, 17th or 18th and I saw Hideki make a putt on the uh 16th or 17th. Anyway, I saw him being up by 2. Mm -hmm. Then I saw, well, first of all, he was up by five on the back nine. He had a five-point, five-stroke lead over Spieth. Mm -hmm. Then when I go back and look at it, he's only up by two on Shoffley. Then Shoffley triple bogeys and the game was over. Oh, man. It was rough to watch. Can you imagine that feeling of two strokes behind and you triple bogey? And they said it was the first time. He has triple bogeyed at a major in over 1,160-something holes. He's a definition of, like, solid. He is in, like, almost every tournament, mostly mostly majors, and he just usually doesn't make mistakes. And Are you talking about Xander Shoffley? You're talking about Xander Shoffley. He's just, he is so solid. And to see him come up short, that was, that was tough. That was but when you say tough. solid, it goes against this rare thing where... That was a cool stat that they threw out there. You imagine you're, he's going to go home tonight. He's going to sleeping. In his, he's going to be sleeping in his bed, and he's going to hear that stat just echoing off the walls from Jim Nance over and over. First time ever in a major that he's triple bogeyed in over one eleven hundred holes. Eleven hundred. Poor guy. Oh well, he's going to have to just take home what uh, I think eight hundred and fifty thousand dollar check. Unfortunately, yeah, I, th I think he'll be okay. I think he's gonna be all right. <laughs> yeah, he'll be fine. But yeah. no, Hideki, loving, loving that. So cool, so great. Record breaking, history making, so good. Yes, I Very caught. Cool. In total, I think I watched about three and a half minutes of the of the Masters. What about you? <laughs> Did you about uh, the same? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely about that amount times like fifty. So I watched. I I, I think I watched every round. Okay, so for those that round. have a life and didn't have the opportunity <laughs> to do that, could you tell me and tell us the listeners? who, you know, were outside on a sunny weekend as opposed to fucking sitting in a basement watching the Masters. I'm saying that out of envy, man, and jealousy. Yeah. So First please don't off, take offense. Hold on. Had, I'm going to forget my question. Oh, God. Tell me why everyone was shitting the bed in the first two rounds and why every major uh, favorite didn't make the cut. Tell me. <laughs> you want I don't me to know. You want me to explain it to you? You ready I want to know. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. it's, gol it's golf. <laughs> it's golf. Honestly, like that is just, there is no other sport in the world that can make like these incredible athletes look like human beings. No other sport, not soccer, not basketball, not baseball, football. This is like golf exposes you. 
it sucks your soul. Like one day you'll have like the round of your life. You're like, I love this fucking game. Come back the next round. You're like, I'm never fucking playing this game again. I'm selling my clubs on Kijiji. Oh, I've seen, I've, I've seen that swing within one round. Like you can go <laughs> oh, two or three easily. of those trips on the front nine alone. Yep. A good friend of ours, Mr. Seppala. I know you're listening. I have seen him. I managed to hit a good shot. So I think I, I was on in two and he's usually on in two, almost guaranteed. He shanked his uh, second shot, and I he, he, he was doing something. So I went ahead, and I was kind of waiting for him on the green. And I was a good maybe 180 yards away on the green waiting for him to shoot. <laughs> he made contact. I didn't know where it went. And I looked back, and I could just see some – I've never seen someone – pile drive their golf bag as much as he did after that shot again 180 yards away you can kind of hear what's happening that far but he i saw the bag go up in the air and then down and then up in the air and then down he slammed it into the ground more than five times and then he slowly walked up to me didn't say a word i said um because you know you have to be sensitive to other people right when they're in that state but greg has an amazing ability to turn it off and then on and then right back off and I, uh, I just looked at him. I said, you good? And he goes, yeah, yeah. I just, uh, I think I broke my bag, but it's all good. Did you see my ball? <laughs> <laughs> good story about um, oh, golf exposing so you. Because Greg, is an, he's an amazing golfer, an extraordinary right. golfer. And when, when extraordinary golfers make those miss hits, they, they just don't, they don't understand why. They think, I've done thousands of repetitive golf strokes. Yeah. Why did I just hit the ball? Like I've never learned how to play golf. Yeah. You're right. Golf is, it exposes you and it drives you nuts. That's why when Andrew came on our podcast last week, he said, between the years, you can be as good as you want, but if you don't have it between the years, you're screwed. It's true. It's so true. Um, I have a similar story, not much as much as a temper tantrum, but uh, we were playing a par five. Um, we both ended up in the fairway and uh, playing with my buddy, Jay, who's, who's much better than I am at golf. And um, I, I'm like laying up. I'm like, you know what? I'll get, I'll, do my best to get on the green in three. He's got his like three wood out and he's like, I'm going for the green in two and hopefully I'll have an eagle putt. So there's water <laughs> across the way. He goes to hit his, oh, he's about to hit his second shot. And I'm like, why don't you just, you know, lay up and and, and go for birdie? And he's like, because I can go for eagle. I was like, okay, cool. So I kind of step away. I watch him hit his ball, shank it right into the water. And as soon as he did, I was like, fuck, I shouldn't have said anything. I definitely shouldn't have said anything. So I walked towards my, my third shot. Um, I think I ended up on the green or just short of the green, ended up with either a par or bogey. Um, I met Jay on the green. I saw him, I think maybe two putt. So I was, as we were walking to the next hole, I was like, I felt really bad. I was like, Jay, really sorry about that. I, I probably shouldn't have said anything. I was like, would you get on that hole? Cause I was keeping track of our score. And he goes, Oh, after I put four or five in the water, I ended up with a 13. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Oh my God. Okay. So here's my question. How did yeah. you do on the, on the following hole? I think and pretty it, well. It, yeah, see, that's impressive. Uh, like, the fact that he didn't break a club was most impressive to me. That's what I mean. So, like, he's very calm and cool and collective, so it wouldn't shock me if he walked away with a par or a birdie on the next one. Let hole. me ask you, man. Have you ever broken a club? No, never have. Wanted have to. You, plenty of Have times. you come close? Have you tried and it didn't break and you said, oh, shit, good thing it didn't break? No, never tried. I have uh, I have two-handed a tree. I have two-handed a tree <laughs> with an iron. <laughs> And it was like, it felt like less than three seconds after my missed shot. Like you you have that, our brain doesn't have that, that turnoff button right away. You know, when you just act, you just react. 
But I've done, uh, yeah, I did a two hand to a tree, almost like a way where I knew it wouldn't break, but I did a good job of fucking up the uh, the face of the club a little bit. Did that club finish? Tossed it? No, no, no. It's still good. I mean, it's a great excuse for fucking up the next job. Like, oh, <laughs> my club's all busted up. That's why. Just like Bryson did with his. I think the closest I came to breaking a club was I, I fucking hit one on a part three in the water, um, took a drop. My drop went into the sand trap, like five feet in front of me. I went to hit the ball in the sand trap. I f- couldn't get it out. I tried again, couldn't get it out. And then I smoked the ball like out of anger over to the next <laughs> tee and almost hit a group teeing off. That is probably my closest I've come to like a really bad temper how, tantrum. How about a club toss? Like you've never no, launched uh, a club? I've never Launch. launched a club. I definitely like slammed my club into the to the fairway. Never. I've never launched it, thrown it. No, nothing. Wow. Once you once you realize that once you get to a certain level of skill, like right now you're still learning. You seem oh, to give yourself sure. a break, right? Once you're like consistently shooting in the nineties, I'm not sure if you're there yet, but once you yeah. are, let's say you hit it, once you go back to the hundred, then oh. you'll start oh, seeing some sure. putter throws. You'll start seeing a lot more things. Oh, I when I broke a hundred, I was like, Oh, I'm for sure gonna be in the nineties now. My next round I was like a one ten. I was like, Are you fucking kidding me? It's just it's golf, man. It's golf. It's golf. Look at Rory McIlroy right now. He's in his prime years right now, and he cannot, he cannot put it together. It's just crazy. Menta- mentally, most challenging game, most rewarding game ever, but so challenging. It's funny you did that poll on our on our Instagram page, and it looks like 57 percent of our fans were wrong because mm-hmm. we thought we, we were asking them if DJ J- Jordan, um, who else did you have? Uh, Bryson and Justin Thomas. Yep. I don't think any of them finished in the top ten. Um, yeah, yeah, you're you're right. JT faltered too. Well, I yeah. don't know how many of those made the cut. Like, I think four or five of the, four of those five didn't make the, or three of those four, four of those five didn't make the cut even. So uh, three to four, three to four made the cut. The only one that didn't make it was DJ. Yeah. Oh right, Spieth made it. Yeah, uh, JT made it. Spieth, so we did Spieth a golf pool. Everyone. We did yeah. a golf pool uh, for those that may have remembered it. You pick ten golfers outside of the top ten, and there were a couple of duplicate golfers for sure. I haven't checked since I, I I submitted my picks. I paid. I didn't look at the sheet once. I don't think I won. I know for a fact I didn't win. You definitely did not win. You were definitely out after the first round. Oh, actually, perfect. no. After Friday, you were definitely done. After Sorry. the cuts, yeah. I'm yeah. sure there's a lot of lines through my entire playlist or my mm-hmm. entire list of players. You you picked um, just so everyone knows. Um, <laughs> the rules were that the top ten golfers were were xed out, so you cannot pick them. And John sends in his picks and includes Patrick Reed, who's in the top ten in the world. So, and it it's not like it was like okay, Bob Bobby, who um, is friends with us, was like who organized the pool was like okay, guys, you know, like if you can look up the ten top ten golfers in the world and make sure you don't pick them, that would be great. No, he sent us the sheet. And the golfers weren't even on that sheet. No, the they're drums, on it. Let me clarify. The uh, golfers are on it, but they're 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 uh, crossed out. Oh, sorry. Okay, so there's a big black marker line cr- crossing them out. And John, uh, you still managed to pick Patrick Reed, who's who's clearly yeah. Crossed and out. my my joke of picking Tiger Woods as my second alternate actually <laughs> almost came back to haunt me because not only did I lose, so Sergio Garcia was my first alt, and then. <laughs> Because I put Patrick Reed, he goes, okay, there goes your first alt. We're putting Sergio Garcia in replacement of Patrick Reed. And so if Brooks Kepka doesn't finish, <laughs> you don't have, you're going to have Tiger Woods on your team. 
I thought it was funny because no one ever, you never have to dip into the alternate. An alternate ever. is only used if a player uh, gets disqualified or if he gets hurt on the first day. Or like Again, it's so rare. Or when you pick someone who's illegal in the top 10, and, <laughs> and that's what I did. Uh, I, wanted, I wanted to DQ for you, by the way. I just I was, <laughs> I was hoping he would just disqualify you right away. But. Maybe I came third. I mean, I think they're paying out top three, so maybe yeah, I finished no, third. No, definitely I don't did think not. I did. Someone did you, picked Zelotis or whatever. Z- who did? Z- who did? Vic. Who? One of the guys in our pool named Vic, he's a, he's a smart dude. He picked him. Oh. He knows. He picks those diamonds in the rough. I don't know how he did that. But anyway, I've never heard of this kid, by the way. I don't even know how to pronounce his name. But might be a name we hear more often. That was a pretty sound round. It was. Did you hear about Matt, Matt Wolf? What happened with him? No, you. Well, didn't. I heard that you. he signed. He signed a scorecard that was deemed inaccurate. Is that what happened? Yeah, he signed a scorecard that was deemed inaccurate, and uh, he's just been weird these last few months. I, I don't want to get too much into it, but he's like uh, left tournaments early, and people are saying that he's just not into it, and like mentally, he's just not there. And it, he's just, a, I don't know what's going on with him. Who knows? Who knows? It's well, that reminds me, like guys that you golf with, are there ever guys where you're going to golf with where you're not that excited to play with them? Because they're either too good or they're, they're not fun to be around for five hours. Because you got to think about it, man. When yeah. it comes to golf, you're stuck with that person or those for three sure. people for five hours. <laughs> a long time. A long time. And you might be sitting next to them for half of those hours in your golf cart. That's true. Are there, there, are there? I I don't think so. I, like I I I try to avoid to put myself in that situation. I'm usually getting golf with people I want to golf with. So yeah. yeah. But then we talked about this last week or the two weeks ago. We talked about the loner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My all-time least favorite sports experience of all time <laughs> is showing up with two of my buddies, getting on the tee box, and all of a sudden you see this dude with his backpack clubs because they never take a cart. And they're walking up to the tee and you're thinking to yourself, what is that person doing here? <laughs> no one's supposed to tee off for another 10 minutes behind us. And then that, that, that disgusting feeling hits you where this guy's going <laughs> to, for some reason, be following us around for five more hours. It drives me crazy. So, so, so how do you guys know each other? Oh, so, is that what? Yeah, that's a good line. What do you guys do? So, so what, so what do, you guys do you guys do? do? Yeah. You, you guys play here a lot? Can you, can you help me out? Because I, I, I don't play here often. There's Usually, just a- yeah, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> we, we, we touched on that, but I, I just wanted to make it clear that that's, I think, my least favorite my least favorite sports situation. I pretty much have been put in any situation for sports, like playing at the Y with basketball, playing basketball at the Y and getting paired up with these awful players. I'll take that. I'll take a team of scrubs at the uh, Y I can't versus the lone golfer. No, that's worse for me. Maybe just because it hits home. I, I struggle playing with anyone that has a zero basketball IQ. It's it's not going to work for me. Really? What if you no. showed up? What if you're the loner, Beach, on the golf course? You on show up solo, course? thinking there's no oh, one there. I've done it plenty of times. You've joined a four. You've joined a threesome. Uh, I don't think I've joined a threesome, but it's usually I'm paired with like randoms. Like it's either like two people know each other, and then like I, me, and the other person does it. I don't think I've ever been like just a one loner. You do, you've done that. You've joined oh. a random to join two other randoms. No, no. So like it's just they just pair us all together because there was a group of two that booked, and then they, they just put me in another random. Yeah. So it's you yeah. and three strangers. Three. Yeah, me and three strangers. Yeah. You're cool but, with that? Yeah, I don't mind it. The forced conversation, the small chat. Yeah, but like you, I know you hate it. 
But you're actually a very social person. So by by I'm force, a, by, by no force? choice. Okay. I have no. If I could I be no a choice. mute, if I could be a complete mute for that five hours, I would. Mm, yeah, fair enough. Imagine putting your headphones on and just playing with that, like they're not even there. You have to <laughs> yeah, wait. You have rude. to give them. You have to give them the old. Oh, good try. Like when they have a shitty shot. What do you say to a stranger when they have a shitty shot and they're just pissed? Don't even say shit. Just keep walking. Okay, but what if they're always giving you the old? Oh, nice try, man. All good. You'll get the next one. They Ignoring. keep feeding you. <laughs> like it's just it's very easy. It's just it's program. I'm you're, you're very not, comfortable. You're not remembering this. They're no, giving but, you those constant words of encouragement for yeah. nine holes in a row. I'll you know them. what that means, right? It means they want those words back. I'm very comfortable in silence. So like if if nobody says anything to me, I'm <laughs> I'm perfectly okay. Like okay, it's not like that's not what it's I'm not saying. like it's not like this is awkward. Like can someone say something? <laughs> I could literally look at someone dead in the eyes for like ten minutes straight without saying a word in the same room. I have no issue with it. Should whatsoever. we do that right now? Let's do it. Worst podcast of all time. Yes, absolutely. Just we just lost like one listener. <laughs> it's like, guys, I don't like silence. I'm, I'm getting done. out of here. You guys were good no, for about we, 13, I, I 14 episodes. I, I don't, yeah. I don't think you're looking at this the same way that this guy clearly likes to do the whole chatter, chatter of encouragement. He, he wants to be coddled when he fucks up a shot. And when he gets silence on his missed shot. Don't care. And But yet he's feeding you all sorts of generous compliments. I don't care. It I don't believe matter. you. There's no way you're you care gonna be too a one much. way. That's, you're going to be a one like, way. You're going to be a one way. You're just going to be a one way compliment receiver for five hours. Yep. Sure. No, I don't care. I honestly don't care. You care way too much. I don't about care. other people. If they want to say stuff about my shitty shots or good shots, go for it. I, okay. I what if they care. start talking shit? Those two others. That's different. Under that's your, different. Okay. Like, but you don't give a like, shit. You said you don't give a shit. I don't give a shit, but don't be a fucking asshole. There's a I think you not if commenting. If they're being polite and they're being nice and they're like, hey, man, like, that's all right. Or whatever, like, nice shot. Or like, yeah, yeah, cool. I don't care. But if they're what if like, you hear laughter look at that laughter. fucking loser. Look at that shot. That was terrible. I'd be like, okay, you can go fuck yourself. It's very simple. Okay. Four foot putt, four <laughs> bogey. You miss it and you hear them laugh. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't care. Like, what's the laughter about? Like, unlucky. I can't believe like, you was, missed that. I can't believe like, you missed that. Like an easy putt or is just like unlucky? Easy putt. I can't believe you missed that. Go fuck yourself. That's different than that's different than silence, though. That's <laughs> what I'm trying to get out of you. No, dude. I get that, but nobody does that. Like, who does that? Have you ever played with someone that does that? No, golf's generally a pretty respectful sport. Exactly, but, dude. Those it never exists. You know, those people exist, right? Uh, I haven't. I have never. I've played quite a few rounds. I'm not saying I've only been playing like golf seriously for this is like my third year serious. I I've never. I haven't seen that yet. So yeah. you you how about partnering up with Silence, dude? You you're Silence guy and he's Silence Perfect. guy. Yeah, beautiful. I'll agree with that. Yeah, but beautiful. it can be awkward if you're both silent. Just so you know. No, I'm. You don't understand. I am perfectly comfortable with Silence. All it takes is one comment from him, and it's awkward because he'll go, "Hey, nice shot, BJ." Thanks, he'll man. Say, "Thanks, man." And then he'll say it again, and you'll say, "Thanks, man." And I'll, and I'll delay and like, he'll walk ahead. I'll clean my club a little bit longer. Oh, so you don't walk yeah. together. Oh, uh, no, why? What is this? No, there's a lot of things here. Andrew Jensen talked about this last week. The amount of social forced socialness in golf is huge. I know. That's why you just need to don't care if it, if it happens organically. Sure. Let's chat. What do I do? I work for good life. Awesome. How do you know him? We work together. Cool. Like it's, Let's move on.
Let's go. Six iron or five iron? What are you using here? <laughs> it's, this is a hot one. I could talk uh, about this forever. I know I could you talk can. about this forever <laughs> because I, I'm a social observer and I will pick up on a lot of social cues very quickly. And I could be doing the wrong ones too, but I hate silence. You know that. I will always be the guy at the party who, when I see an awkward situation happening, I will fill that awkwardness with with sound. I will embarrass myself in order to bridge that gap. I will mm. try to bring different groups. Yes. I don't like when I have a party with five different groups of friends yes. and they're all in five different corners. You, I want will me, do my, you love making everybody happy. You want to make yeah. everyone happy. You want to make sure everyone's having a good time. Yeah. You're, you're that guy. See me? I don't give a fuck. If you're here- and You sound you're not like having... the world's worst party no, host. No, it's you guys not. having fun at the party? No? Listen. Who cares? If you... <laughs> Don't Make, tap like, on the glass. It's your don't responsibility. It's yeah. Don't tap on the glass. <laughs> hey Jerry, can you make sure nobody taps on the glass? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> you got it, Joe. I want to get jiggy with it. Can I get jiggy with it? Um, so no, I'm not trying to sound like an asshole. I'm just saying it's not my responsibility to make sure everyone's having a good time. Do I need to make sure everyone is good? Like they got a drink in their hand, they need anything, food, you're good? Okay, cool. It's your job to like if you don't want to talk, you don't want to talk. Not my problem. <laughs> oh, this is so good. I love how much we've deviated from sports in this one. I know. This what's is happening? So, so good. No, this is, this is Can good. I, oh, God. I just picture Krista putting her patio furniture together, listening to this. And I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> has she changed the chant? Has she changed us and turned us off? Or is she saying, this is good? We'll have to ask her. She's, she's going to be so happy. She's so popular. I think she she's gained like three followers on Instagram because we gave her a shout out last episode. So oh, she's really? going to be very happy. Yeah. Wow, I don't know how that works or what that means. But that no, sounds really, I'm, really good for her. No, no, it's not true, Jay. I'm just oh, saying. Okay. I was going to say, well, how, I don't understand how that would work. <laughs> no, don't worry. It's too, it's too confusing. Everyone's happy, Jay. Everyone's good. Happy. We're good. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Whew, thank God. I can do. I can go on now. <laughs> That's the most important thing. Uh, but to wrap it on golf, I would say that uh, Masters to me, I have no idea if it was exciting. Truthfully. <laughs> Um, I'm glad that uh, a golfer from Japan broke, made a record and won. It's fucking awesome. It didn't seem that exciting, truthfully. I don't feel like I missed anything, but I did see that a lot of people missed the cut. A lot of big names missed the cut. And a lot of people were complaining that it was just difficult. But then, you know, Justin Rose comes along and has no issues and shoots five under in the first round. Um, so I'm giving like a rundown of a Masters, of which I watched three to three and a half minutes. And I'm acting as though it's really... A good synopsis. So I'd like to hear yours because you watched pretty much every fucking hole. <laughs> I don't know how you dug yourself into this hole, but it's incredible. Yeah, it was. I dug it myself. <laughs> I'm pretty much just being very honest on how uh, little I watched of it. Majors, uh, I realized this speech now. Since I had my child, the second kid, I'll uh, never watch a golf major again because no, it's like six hours long. How are you going to do that you for can't. four days in a row? <laughs> a the Saturday and by a the Sunday. Way, the Masters coverage is like no other, okay? I don't know if you saw, but they start with the driving range. <laughs> and they're showing they're sh they're showing where all these golfers are hitting their drives on the driving range. Like and Who I love like cares? I love golf. I fucking love it. I'm addicted to it. Jay, you know this right now. I don't give a fuck about how these guys are hitting it on the driving range. You're so right, man. I picture oh. it like it shows them and all this this is what I'm picturing in my head. One one good swing. And they take their irons, they reach around, they bring the ball closer, <laughs> yeah. put it back on the mat, hit another one. And they yeah. just keep doing that. And then they turn around. They're always saying hi to somebody behind them. Yeah. They're always talking to the people. Yeah. That's not, that's, you know what that is, Beach? 
That's the red carpet of golf. That's the red <laughs> carpet footage before a fucking and Emmy Awards. The Masters is so, so, I love the Masters. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But it is so overhyped. So but look listen, at, listen, look are, at you Justin Rose, are you watching Justin, that footage? Justin Rose is hitting a six iron. Looks like he was hitting a draw there. What do you think about Justin Rose? <laughs> it's just an weekend. excuse to talk well, about him for 20 minutes. You know, he's been playing pretty well these last few weeks. Um, as you see him there, he hit his seven iron about 153 yards. You know, it looks like he's he, he's he's ready to go this weekend. And then That's they'll very like, yeah. very not subtly segue to like a tournament he won 10 years ago <laughs> and why that means he's primed for the Masters this yeah, time around. Yeah. They'll find yeah. a story about every golfer as to why this is their time yeah. to win the Masters. Yeah, they definitely yeah. set the stage very well. So, oh man, I think you it forgot the unreal. first part where they filmed them driving onto the course first. <laughs> Then they, then them putting on their shoes, yeah, and yeah. then them talking to someone on the way to the driving range, and yeah. then the driving range. <laughs> Correct. It shows them arriving 8 a.m. Here's what's his name out of his car doing the the, the walk. Right now, pulling into the parking lot. Pulling into the parking lot. His tee off his tee off time is like 1 p.m. Why is he there so early? Like that is the longest day ever. You're playing five hours of golf. You're there at 8 a.m. What do you like? Tee time is at 1:30. <laughs> Yeah, it's ridiculous. I don't think about that. That's nine. Yeah, they're 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 a good four hours. Well, they probably swing for thirty, relax and chat for twenty, swing for ten. Like they just don't stop swing. That tells you how much fucking swings they take in their lifetime. Insane. I'd be exhausted. I'm like, we got to play around now. Like, I'm good. Yeah, no, it's true. I'm good. Oh, Uh, Masters. So Beach was it good? Was it good? It was awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was great, man. There was some great golf. Um, yeah, like some big names definitely missed a cut, but. Um, some great golf. Justin Rose had a couple of really good days. Um, he struggled on Saturday and Sunday. Matsuyama came from behind, obviously, um, but he was pretty solid all weekend. Jordan Spieth really picked it up today. He was in con- he was in contention, but really ran out of time. His back nine today was phenomenal. Um, Corey Connors, the Canadian, he had a very strong weekend. He faltered a little bit today. Uh, I feel like I'm forgetting someone who who did pretty well. Oh yeah. And then Shoffley, Shoffley, you know, had a solid round, but some guys faltered that I was expecting to make a run. Um, Justin Thomas was one of them. So, but it was, I, I, I mean, I love it. It's great golf to watch. The, the, the course is so hard. It's ridiculous. I watched Matsuyama hit a perfect ball, skipped off the green, like four times into the water. Like it's so, so Beach, ridiculous. You, you watched the entire uh, footage today. Yeah. Okay. Well, so. no, I watched, I watched, I watched the I'd say three hours of it. So the last three the hours. The last three hours. Okay, so you definitely yeah. saw this. Um yeah. when I went to the garage, did a quick workout and I put on the I tried to just check the score just because I know we we're talking about it tonight. It showed Hideki Matsuyama, I want to say he was putting on sixteen mm-hmm. and his back on the green, he was putting. His back <laughs> yeah. was to the hole. Yeah. Did you see yeah. that putt? Oh yeah. Crazy. He lined up ninety degrees away from the hole. Yeah. Maybe more. Maybe closer to 110 degrees away. Like he he literally, his bum was facing the hole. Yeah. And it insane. made a hairpin turn. And guess what? <laughs> it went past the hole. Even though he hit it the opposite direction of the hole, it went past the hole. The TV does not do it justice. Of course. The of course. challenges not. these guys face, like they are hitting off hills, mountains. Uh, like I remember like there's one fairway where it's literally just a ski slope down like this. <laughs> and they're hitting down into the ball. And perfect like, ball flight. Perfect ball flight. I'm like, Jay, you know this. For any average, that is impossible. If that's us, that thing is rolling like 150 yards. It's insane. Like, they're nuts. 
Did Bryson do well? I didn't watch any of them. He, he was cut? awful today. I think he shot like a 70, or sorry, I think he shot like an 80 today. He was awful. Today. Curious to see. I mean, I'm keeping an eye on him just because he, he kind of, what feels like to me as a random golf watcher that he kind of came out of nowhere this year. And I'm curious to see the longevity of that guy because he's got so much media hype. I want to keep an eye on him to see if, you know, yeah. is this, is this going to last? Because I, I feel like it might last not. Last couple of years, he's been doing really well. Last that long? Years. Yeah, you've been yeah. following golf a lot more. Yeah, last couple Beach, years. Should we talk about anything else? Let's do it. I want to talk about um, Dusty Baker. Okay. Uh, he's a Houston Astros uh, manager. I was going to say the coach. He's yeah. an old man now. He's an older man, but uh, I actually like Dusty Baker, but he recently came out uh, after a game. Uh, it was actually one after a game against the Los Angeles Angels, um, and they also just came off a road trip at Oakland. And as you know, the Houston Astros are coming off uh, a cheating scandal. For those of you who don't know, they basically had buzzers on. They had video cameras watching signals at home plate. Um, they had garbage cans in the dugouts, and they basically basically hit the the garbage can to let the batter know what pitch was coming. So they did this <laughs> for years. They won a World Series off of it. So um, because of that, I believe their Hold general on. manager Dusty Baker wasn't the GM at the time. We should clarify that he was not the manager at the time. So he came in and took over the manager that got fired for that. And the GM as well. However, Dusty Baker has come out recently. And he said, you know, all this really needs to stop. People need to get over it. It's just too much. So, Jay, I really want to get your thoughts on it. And then I'll give my thoughts on it. What do you think? Is he right? No, I mean, I'm. I, it makes me sick what Houston did. I mean, I don't like cheating in baseball. That's kind of, that's that's lame. To me, it's right. pretty lame that everyone's trying their asses off. And man, I say that out loud and I'm like, fuck, do you reward these people for trying so damn hard to cheat the system? It was obviously almost impressive what they did. But can you imagine working all, doing as much as you've done and the integrity of being a non-cheating team, making it to the World Series and losing to a team that was cheating? Um, this topic should be talked about. So Dusty Baker's wrong. They should be talking about this cheating forever. That's do not get think? over it. Do not get over it. Don't let it go. It should always be something that is discussed. It shouldn't affect Houston as a team moving forward. Like if they win this year, nothing to do with cheating. I'm assuming they've won fair and square. But that needs to have an asterisk on it forever. And that team needs to always be remembered for a team that cheated 100% for years. Don't let so it I, go. So you, yeah. So you're saying don't let it go. So don't you, let these it go. are. These are some of the things that fans are doing. So they're throwing trash cans onto the field, including a life-sized inflatable one, uh, to mock the Astros' practice of banging on trash cans after using video Fully monitors on board during with games. That. Fully on board. To steal opponent's signals, okay? They mm -hmm. also have signs saying Astros suck uh, and all this kind of stuff. So they're, they're getting booed hard. And Astros suck is not very hard. clever. <laughs> it is not. That, right? I don't like that one. That's just... Yeah, right? Because it doesn't... They yeah. don't suck. They're very yeah. good. It's happening throughout the entire game, which is pretty funny, though. That's fantastic. <laughs> right? This is this is yeah. well-deserved. Yeah. So I'll give my two cents on it. <laughs> Do I think fans should get over it? I hope fans never, yes. ever get over what they did. The lengths they went to to cheat, they deserve every single chant trash can uh verbal well no i gotta be careful with that 
I don't support all verbal abuse. But they deserve to get booed. I'll say that. They okay. deserve the Astros suck chance. And I just want to point out, they also had a losing record last year. They almost went far in the playoffs, but they had a losing record last year. So I'd like to point that out as well. Okay. But I hope the fans never get over this. Ever okay. get over I this. I agree with you. Grudge should be held forever. Agreed. But what about a Astros team in five years from now where none of the players who were involved Correct. in the scandal, none of the ownership is, well, maybe not ownership, the manager's different. Every single roster player is different. Mm-hmm. Do they still deserve to have trash cans thrown at them? Because they are no longer actually the ones who did it. What should happen to me is any player that was on the squad during that time should have trash cans being thrown at them on their new teams. So if that player... <laughs> you're, going, you're going to exchange. Yeah. That's yeah. good. Okay. And that, I means, that means the Blue Jays, that means I'm bringing a trash can to the Rogers Center when I'm allowed to go back. Because I have to. I have to throw a trash can at Springer. Oh, man. If I'm going to hold true to what I'm saying, Springer is forever a cheater. Okay. So I agree with you that until every single player is off the Astros, they should they should get booed. They should get so trash cans. One on guy. The one guy's there. Boo him. <laughs> Throw trash cans on the field, not at him, but on the field, so he sees it. And just enough like, oh, to be annoying. Just enough to like delay that's the for game. Me. <laughs> that's for me, guys. That's that's mine. Yeah, um, but I <laughs> the other team trash cans. I might have to stop there. Mm. Like Altuve, Altuve. Oh yeah. Was he a ringleader in this thing, or was he? I had nothing to do with it. We will never know how involved each player was. But oh, I know how matter. involved he was. Oh, okay. I know. Yeah. Okay. So let no. that trash can follow him. Oh, are you being serious? You know, <laughs> I don't. But I mean, let's be honest. He was a good he baseball was, player. But yeah. was he a good baseball player because he was hitting the ball because he knew what was coming? If you know a pitch is coming in baseball, you're oh probably going to be able to do well. I hope so. I really hope so. Yeah, that would be bad if you don't. I, I um, really hope so. So he should therefore be considered a cheater for the rest of his career. What if the Blue Jays inherited all the Astros players that cheated? Oof. <laughs> <laughs> I I, that's a lot of trash cans, man. <laughs> we are at one third capacity this evening. We, everyone seems to have brought two to three garbage cans with them. <laughs> so uh, I, I don't know. It's a tough situation, but I, I don't like the fact that like, oh, you're a cheater. Let's just bash you for a year, maybe two. And then all of a sudden you're in the clear. You're done. You're gone. Forgive and forget. I mean, but then you look at, I think of Tiger Woods. When I hear that, I think of Tiger. Right. He did some nasty shit and he is now... I mean, it didn't take long, maybe two years, and he was he was the god of golf again, very quickly. So it's it's going to be forgotten. It's but going. He, this baseball but, thing is going to be forgotten. I'm okay with people admitting that they need help and getting help and getting better. I'm totally okay with that. I'm not okay with the people that don't admit they need help and don't do anything about it and continue to be shitty people. That's okay. But did did the Astro difference. players admit to it? Have they come clean? No. See, that's the thing. They, they've they denied it to this day. So I have no sympathy for them. None. No sympathy for them. So they've been accused of this, but not one person. The manager, I think, admitted to something. They took, okay, so the GM and the head coach, then the manager at the time, I think they took some responsibility for it. But Altuve, all those guys, uh, Correa, they've, they have like said, you know, they did the investigation. They, they have, you know, their PR their PR uh, mm-hmm. talking points and they haven't said anything about that, it. But that's so. a, that's a brotherhood happening right there. Like if nothing, if no one says anything, they're all in the clear. 
if that one rat, they'll be considered a rat. If they say that they did it, they're all screwed and they're oh, all yeah. going to be made to be liars. You know, there's so, going to be a book later. Someone's going to make yeah, money off them. Yeah. When we're you know older, gonna we're going to read about this and it's not going to have the same effect, but we're going to be like, oh, fuck. I knew it. You know, yes, I knew they were. For sure. But we already know. We know for oh, a fact. Yeah. I've heard the trash 100%. can. Like, oh, yeah. The whole like Altuve interview where he's like, oh, no, my shirt would be, my wife would be mad at me if I took off my shirt. Did you ever see that? It wasn't an interview. He hit a home run or he hit a walk off. Yeah. And on his way around third, he's coming home and the whole team's waiting for him at home plate. He covers his shirt because he doesn't want it to get ripped off. Yeah. Because he was, uh, was he wearing, what was, remind me what it was. He was wearing a buzzer under his shirt. Unbelievable. <laughs> Un- How The lengths you go to, like, I know the Patriots like cheated with Spygate. And I know the Patriots also cheated with the flake gate. But this is like, this is like a clear, clear advantage. Like, uh, like you, in, like you said, in baseball, if you know what pitch is coming, like I'm sorry, I, I'm not gonna. Lie. I think I could hit 250 in the major leagues if I know what pitch is coming. <laughs> yeah, right now field goals all day. You know that. You know that. <laughs> if we're talking out of our ass, I'll say sure. If yeah, you can hit 250 right? in the majors totally. for sure. Switch hitter totally. too, right? You're I definitely switch. went. I definitely went to your level. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Hold um, on, but listen, how do yeah. they see? Is it binoculars that are seeing what the ball, what the hand formation is of the pitcher behind his back or in they, the glove? They had a camera out in center field zooming in on the catcher's hands. The catcher's hands. Yeah. Giving the signals? Giving the signals. The They would either, they had the buzzer thing to let either let out or whoever had buzzers on. No. Or they would hit the, the garbage can twice for a fastball, once for a curveball, three times for a screwball, whatever. Like I said earlier, man, that's, Im- it's actually impressive. <laughs> it's that actually is, impressive. That is the ultimate level of scumbag right there yeah it's it, it it kind of makes me sick but it's it's also like fuck man that's impressive there was also a baseball player maybe off topic that got caught with uh like tons and tons of meth in his in his player bag he plays with the chicago cubs I, I wasn't expecting to bring this up so i don't have any notes but about a month ago a prospect for the chicago cubs was pulled over for driving like for swerving and a random pulled them over randomly. They said, "We're going to search your car." He goes, "Go ahead." Opens his trunk. He goes, "It's just my, it's just my, uh, my, my baseball bag." And they're like, "Yeah, there's cleats, a glove, and what looks to be 25 pounds of meth." He's like, "Oh, shit! We'll never play again." Wow. Swerving. You think if you have 25 pounds, I'm making up that number, but a significant amount of meth in your right. Chicago Cubs bag, that you're going to be staying 10 and 2, <laughs> eyes on the road, a consistent 60 kilometers an hour, <laughs> stopping at any orange light and just like, oh, better not push it. <laughs> Let's get my signal on. I'm, I'm like sure. that. I'm like that when I have a couple of drinks, like out oh. at the bar with friends. I'm like, okay, driving home. Make sure the review mirror is good. <laughs> We're all good on the side mirrors. No one behind me. I, Ten and two. Seatbelt. All right. Like yeah. I and, mean, I've had I've had drinks where enough enough drinks to I would still blow under without question. I've made like yeah. maybe two drinks in a night. Yeah. But the, the idea of being pulled over and having to go Beth Riser, even though I'd pass it, I remember going home late because it was two in the morning and I was like, man, I'm fully fine. I'm just tired, and I'm driving. 
And I'm like, holy shit, these cars are flying by me. And I looked down, I was going like 70 on the Queensway, <laughs> just being overly cautious. I remember it took me forever to get home. That's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. Uh, anyway. All right. Um, so in a, so just to close out, you're in full agreement. They deserve it for the rest of their life. Not the franchise, because once right. the players leave the franchise, I mean, it's not the Houston Astros name that you should be. Uh, tarnishing it's the people who are involved and when they go to other teams they should live with it altuve mm. should be ridiculed for the rest of his career okay until admittance and maybe help i'm i'm in agreement with that absolutely so if he admits it you're going to let him go if he agrees uh, uh admits it and then is working to get better i'm on board with it i'm willing to forgive listen i don't hold grudges but i got a pretty good memory and until then I hope they make good on it. Yeah, I'll never look at him the same. I really like the way he played too. Like during that run, he was incredible. Every know, home right? game in that stadium, I was just incredible to watch. They were good. And now we have one of them on our team. Oops, awkward. <laughs> Very awkward. Um, okay, right. we don't have a lot of time left, Beach. So I'm just going to throw one topic out there. And this will like be quick. It. This will be quick. I wrote this down like before we even started this podcast. And since this is just something to do really, really quickly, I feel like it's a good fit. Uh, and that is... Mm. We're gonna. I don't know if we're gonna offend some people. It's it's more of a question for yes or no, and then why. Do you think uh, e games? Do you classify e games as a sport? Tough, eh? Saying, uh, as a sport? Yep. No. Because. Because it's. I, does it take any type of physical activity to do it? Is that what sport? Is? I don't. I, I. I mean. I've kind of. I mean. I think everyone has their own definition of sport. Mm-hmm. And my definition is like. I mean, look at golf. Like you got to be able to like, hand-eye coordination, like torque, um, balance. Like that. That takes a lot of physical ability. John Daly. Yeah, but he's got crazy torque and hand-eye. <laughs> okay. Uh, race car driving. Race car driving, yeah. <laughs> I, I've always told myself, like, you don't need to be an athlete to be... F1's a bit... No, nah, nah, still, you're driving. H- how is driving a sport if you're in the sitting position the whole time? Listen, Honestly, we have a I'm lot a, of people, yeah. every time I bring this up, to everyone at a party, no matter what, I am the only one. I might have one or two people on my side, but I'm the only one who's who's saying that. Like, you need to have training and practice and calmness and the ability to think fast, but you don't need to be an athlete. But they always come back at me and say, your heart rate's going through the roof. You have to be able to control that. That's what athletes do. You need to be calm under pressure. That's what athletes do. You need to be in shape because you're sweating like crazy and you're essentially experiencing cardio for the entire race. Until I actually experience it myself, I struggled to understand that. Because you're sitting down. And listen, yeah. I'm not saying it's not hard. It's I'm, I'm not oh, yeah. talking about NASCAR. NASCAR, let's, not, not, even, let's not even go to NASCAR. Let's talk about yeah. F1. Yeah. To be good at F1 is, is is very, very difficult. You have to memorize the turns. You have to, one mistake at F1, you're losing that race. Mm-hmm. Timing, precision, teamwork. Like it's all about the sports elements there. But do you have to be an athlete? I don't think so. And with e-games, you literally just sit on a couch for hours and hours and hours, <laughs> and you can make hundreds of thousands of dollars. 
Is it a sport? It's huge. Beat. It's taking over. It is taking over, and it's being e-games? called a sport. You're about e-games? E-games? Yeah. E-games. Is it a yeah. sport though? They keep calling it it's e-sports. Not. E-sports. No. It's not a sport. I'm sorry. It's not. And like, sure. Like, I I don't know a ton about it, but I mean, we play video games, and I don't feel like I'm like, oh, like, man, that was like exhausting, and like, no, and like, I don't play Anyone for money, can do so it. I wouldn't know. And, yeah, a lot of people can do it. It takes, does it take talent? Sure, it's a different type of talent where you're dedicating yourself to playing hours and hours and hours of video Is games. Is that a talent? But Is you just giving your entire time and practicing the same thing over and over? Does that make you, is that a talent? Because you and I. It makes you skilled and it, and it gives you the so ability. So knitting, like knitting. Yeah, you could be a very good knitter. There's a difference between a, a bad knitter and a good knitter. What's the difference between knitting and sport and esports? The difference between well, they all take time to get good at it. But is there a difference? We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna offend some people here, but I'm I'm just trying oh, to break sure. it down. I, I'm I'm playing the ignorant card here because we need to be proven wrong. But like anything where you just sit there and and move your fingers left and right five or six <laughs> inches, I just I just want to understand why it's a sport. So if anyone's listening, can um, I did not see you coming. Exactly. I know. Oh my god. I, because I'm, you know what, Beach? I'm, I'm just, I'm not sick of hearing about it. I just need to set the record straight here and understand that, like, how are these things making millions of dollars? Millions. People what did I write bored. down here? People the are bored. average, the average um, pro player, the average pro e gamer, can make, does make seventy four thousand dollars a year, and that does not include anything away from social media. You add all their social media bullshit on top of it, all their streaming shit on top of it, all their TikTok videos, all their Twitches. That does not include it. And tournaments, you know what a purse is at a tournament now? 33 million is the highest purse at an e-games tournament. Where, what, why, how? Like, what? where is this money coming from? I've asked the exact same question. People are going to say sponsors. Okay, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of fucking sponsors. I think they have a lot of spectators, Beach. I think people people pay money to watch somebody they don't know play a video game. I don't understand that. Is I that really the same don't. as us paying money to go watch Tom Brady? Because we don't know who Tom oh. Brady is. We don't know him. I think what esports is is the same thing. We're paying to watch a bunch of dudes play football who we don't know. They're entertaining us. Every 13 to 17-year-old kid does the same thing. They pay to watch someone play a video game. And those people are raking in money. I don't I don't understand it. I mean, listen, whatever your <clears throat> whatever your passion is, that's cool. It's just not my cup of tea. I mean, I I don't get it. I don't understand it. I'm with you, Jay. I I don't think it's a sport. Sure, like it's something you have to work at to get really good at it. Like if I played for a thousand hours, <laughs> I hope I would be good at this video game and make money off it, but I would never, ever. So why don't like, you do that? Now, I know my no. answer here. Why don't you do that? Why don't you take a thousand hours and get good at, um, I don't even know what a game, Fortnite? It's the only one I really know. <laughs> Fortnite, yeah. It's probably not cool anymore. But why don't? what if I were to tell you, like, listen, man, you spend a good six months playing this eight hours a day, replacing your job, you might be able to pull in like a good 200K next year, the year after. Any interest? I get bored very fast. Yeah, and you know what? You're. I think you might have a different um, health situation. Like kids, <laughs> yeah. I worry about the exercise. That's the the major reason I, I this flag to me is that 
That's a lot of sitting. Big time. I and couldn't then, do that. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Cool, man. Um, listen, we're towards the end. Do you want to save your topic for another time and uh, wrap up on anything, or do you want to bring it up? Because it might your next topic might spark something. You never know. I don't know what it is, but I say we do it. You want to go long? Yeah. You want to save it? Save it. No, let's do it. Okay. Well, you'd like this one. Um, your 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 favorite athlete of all time. Do you know what I'm talking about? What sport? Baseball. Barry Bonds. Mm-hmm. Close. Marcus Stroman. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let so, me guess. <laughs> he said something that was cocky, and uh, no, am I wrong? No, he didn't say anything cocky, but okay. he's in, he's involved. So um, there was a baseball game the other night between the Mets and the Marlins. Um, it was raining. It was steady rain. Okay, they decided that they wanted to start the game. So they started the game, and then they stalled it after just nine pitches from Marcus Stroman. Seven minutes. They said, "You know what? We're gonna do a rain delay," and it got it got delayed for. Two hours and 10 minutes. So Marcus Stroman came out on Twitter, on social media, which is also you know, not necessary. Very, very happy about No matter what, media. listen, I'll stop you right here. You don't even have to read what you don't even you know what page don't read. I, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to read okay. it. Marcus Stroman, this game should not have been started. Not smart at all. Those conditions put everyone at risk. Beyond happy, no players uh, on either side were injured. Hate that I have to wait another five days to pitch again. That's a miserable feeling. So, is he right? Yeah. Should that game, should that game not have started? Yes, a thousand percent. He's right. Yeah. Should he, he have, have gone to, to tell media? the fucking world? No. <laughs> no. There's no you need let, for you that. Didn't let tweet. me ask it. You didn't even let me ask it. There was. I didn't need to read that. I knew exactly what you were going to say. He's going to rip on the league that pays him. Like, what is with players loving that? This league paying you millions and millions of dollars. If they make a stupid decision. Be as pissed off as you want to your teammates, to your family, to whoever you want. Why throw them under the bus like that? Why? Why tarnish your? Why tarnish the people that are paying you? There's no benefit. I don't understand, man. I don't understand that. Like, maybe his followers were like, "Hey, we want to know how you're feeling." Mm-hmm. How the fuck do you think he's feeling? Is right. he happy that he pitched for seven minutes and then has to not pitch again for five days? Do they really think? Do they really not know how Strowman was feeling after that? That's me saying that people who are like, oh, no, 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 he's doing it for his fans. Right. If anyone's a fan of Strowman, they know him. They know he's pissed. He didn't need to do that. Beach, you know I hated it. You fucking asshole for bringing this up. You did this on purpose. <laughs> That's why, I, yeah. I, I, I want to talk about a little bit of baseball because I feel like we could talk a little more baseball. But um, he's definitely right. That that game should have never started. Totally now, right. It's That's a wa- so dumb. It's a wasted start. Um, and this is just the social media world. Like, yeah, I, I agree with you, Jay. Like, I'm I'm between a rock and a hard place. Uh, I don't like that he he called out the MLB or the or the umps. I guess you could say for that game. At the same time, I think it's important that he spoke out about it because it's going to get attention. And sometimes these things need attention. And when he speaks, obviously people are going to be like, Oh my God, you know, like Marcus Stroman, did you hear what he said? It's going to get to the media. The media is going to want to interview him. And then it turns into a snowball effect. So, um, I get it. It's just, it's just the times these days. What is it? How I'd handle it? No, Jay, I know you wouldn't handle it. Cause you don't know what social media is. 
I know um, what it is. I know to avoid it. <laughs> but he's definitely he's definitely bang on with this. I can't like why why would you start that game? Well, why? I'm curious how many other players did that. Yeah. That's true. I wonder. I don't think because I'm else. sure the majority said, "Fuck that sucks." But I mean, they weren't as affected as him. He loses right. his start. Right. Again, does he lose his paycheck? No. Relax. Angry. You're always angry. You're fired up. I get it. Yeah, the MLB sucks. Oh, what a shitty league. How's your fucking life right now? Yeah, that's <laughs> what I thought. Who's more angry on a daily basis, Russell Westbrook or Marcus Stroman? <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> honestly, I w- I know Stroman more because we watched a lot of him. We watched him closely because we were such huge fans during that time. Right. So I've seen the other side of him, and he does have a lighter side. Westbrook is just fucking angry <laughs> for no reason. He's angry after a win, after a <laughs> loss, after a championship win, after 50 points. He's I feel just, like he has to pee and he's like, fucking bladder, man. You've got to fucking pee right now. Are you serious, man? Like, calm, dude. Just, just let it happen, man. Whereas Strowman, Strowman's a dick. Like, mostly Strowman is fiery when he's pitching. Like, he kind of acts like a dick when he's pitching. Right. Outside of that, like, I mean, in the clubhouse or in the in the dugout, he seems just a little bit more friendly, a little, little less of a chip on his shoulder. I get the right. performance chip. I don't like right. it, but I get it. But Russell Westbrook, man, <laughs> that mean bug. Oh, I love it. When you make fun of him, it's so funny because it's so it's, true. It's Everything. Metal. It's fuck, it's Constant peacocking. Permanent peacock. I love it when he's like, he went to high five one of his teammates. His teammates like accidentally missed him. He's like shoved him. He's like, yo. And he's like, yo, sorry. Gave him a high five. Like, Jesus. He's so angry. That's that's, uh, that's too much, I would say. <laughs> okay, I would love to see a matchup between uh, Soto and uh, Strowman. Soto, like, grabbing his crotch, spitting, like, wiping the whole thing. Oh, is, is he the guy with the huge, like, warm-up or the huge routine before every yeah, swing? Yeah, yeah. Not a big... Uh, I think you sent him... You sent oh. that guy to me two years ago or so. Grabbing and, his crotch at the pitcher. Yeah, like, what is up. that? I don't know, but I would love to see. I don't. I know this is going to sound me. I'd love to see Strowman just throw one between his shoulder blades, just right between there. Yeah, not the head, but the chest. Yeah, square to the chest. Yeah. But then yeah. on the next pitch, Soto hammers one back at Strowman. It's <laughs> <laughs> a line drive back to Strowman. Mm, mm, but he'd be being so he'd be out for. Oh, you mean next at bat? Yeah, next at bat. Probably. Yeah, or or yeah. just the next batter. Listen, yeah. Soto's hurt. He's done. He's on the IR for two, three weeks. We're okay with that, right? He's hurt, right. but he's not badly hurt. He's just hurt enough to be like, hey, maybe don't grab your dick when someone pitches the ball. Cool. <laughs> and then the next batter says, Soto, I got you. And he beans Strowman in the really, really hard in the non-pitching arm. Like right. really hard shot to the, to the bicep of his left arm. That's a fair. That'd be really hard to do. I remember Ryan Dempster. This was Red Sox Yankees, like in the in the like the heyday where they hated hated each other. Ryan Dempster hated Alex Rodriguez just because everyone did. Just beamed him, <laughs> just beamed him. <laughs> like first pitch, no, not even wasting time. Was just like I'm gonna hit you with this pitch in between your shoulder blades. <laughs> I love how mad throws it. Is. Oh, totally. A Rod's like walking the first base, like basically talking shit to him. They're talking shit to each other. Veritek just like starts swinging at A-Rod. And, they, and there's a fight that breaks out. A-Rod next at bat goes deep. And it was in Boston too. And like you could just hear a pin drop. And all you hear is A-Rod, fuck yeah. 
fucking right, rounding the bases. And Ryan Dempster, what can you do? You can't do anything. Mm-hmm. Just I've I've seen that. Ask for the ball back from the pitcher, uh, from the catcher. Oh man, There's, that's you can't tough. Do anything when you're when you're in a when you're in a grudge match with somebody who's throwing something a hundred miles per hour at you, it it takes some balls to <laughs> to like. Yes. To talk shit to a guy who can easily knock you unconscious if he really, oh, really wants to. Totally, totally. You're just like, I'm one pitch away from, from a concussion. 100%. A concussion. Uh, they could fucking break your, your forearm. They could break your hand. Like how many yeah. how many batters lose their fingers? Like not lose them, uh, but <laughs> like they crush them. There was a UFC fighter, the by the way. There was a UFC fighter who lost his finger. Did you hear that? No. Oh, I'll bring that up next time. Oh, Okay. That's they literally, song. he lost his finger in the middle of the fight. He lost it. He looked down, his finger was gone. Did this happen recently? Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. I'm going to have to look that up. No, That's no, no, disgusting. no, no, don't. I want to bring it up. How, how are you going to bring that up? I already know. I already know about it. It's supposed to be oh, I, I, have a, I can tell you like detail. Oh yeah. I, I mean, I won't bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the playbook podcast. <laughs> this the is episode the one. Scripted podcast. <laughs> the scripted podcast. Exactly. Uh, very good episode, Beach. That was fun. Well, let's wrap up. Jay, anything else you want to add? Um, off the top of my head, no. No, just uh, that was a lot of golf talk today, this week. I hope people yeah. are cool with that. We kind of went heavy on the Masters. But then again, we only really talk about golf or will talk about golf four times a year. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're not going to talk about random tournaments. We'll talk about majors. I loved it. Um, I haven't we played got- yet this year. Beach, how many rounds have you done? I've got two in so far. That's not bad. Okay, good. I hope you shoot over 100 both times. <laughs> Thanks. I did. I and your did. birthday's coming up. I will be out there hitting my first round of the year with you for sure. Uh, other than that, wrapping up, no. I think I might throw out a little e-games, uh, little e-games comment out to our social media page and say, hey, is it just us? Are we missing something here? Let us know because I'm going to plead ignorant on this one. I don't want to bash anything that's considering themselves a sport when I don't think they are. There's got to be stuff we're missing. But when I think of sports, I think of physical activity, I think of coordination, and I think of agility, this and that. There's none of that happening here. This is pure memorization. So I'd love to hear what other people have to say. Other than That'll that, be interesting. Other than that, I am happy with uh, what we did today, and I'm good. I'll uh, step away while you wrap us up, my friend. Yeah. So just uh, make sure you check out our social media page, as Jay was saying, at Unscripted PB. That's on Twitter and on Instagram. Give us a review on iTunes when you have a minute. Again, thank you for listening. Um, and yeah, thank you to our, our guest, uh, Andrew Jensen, as well for, for our previous episode. I hope uh, you guys enjoyed that. And until the next episode, we will talk to you soon. And Black Lives Matter. Don't forget it. Peace out. Peace out.